Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're, You're listening, listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Cowgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. And we're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. I'm following us on Mighty House Home Improvement Show on Facebook. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I put my and then? headphones inside my hood, and it's much better. Oh, yeah. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, so you could see better what I am. Mrs. Fancy Pants. That is my new nickname. <laughs> I'm surprised. Mrs. Fancy Pants? I'm surprised Randall didn't put that under my name, Robbie Fancy Pants Earhart. Yeah. Ron painted my ass cowgill. What? <laughs> Randall liked that one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> hey, you know what? You can also help uh, support the show on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com backslash Mighty House and we'll enter you for a chance to win the non-contact dual range voltage tester. So you just hold the tester up. It'll go beep, beep, beep and let you know whether or not there's uh, that's an energized uh, wire or not. So it's pretty cool. current. Yes. If it's currently current. There you go. That's right. That's right. Okay. So we also uh, have some more Firehouse Grill. We do. uh, Gift certificates. So if you want to give us a call, 877-711-5611. Everybody that gets a question uh, on the air will win a gift certificate to the Firehouse Grill. And again, we've been giving away a lot of things lately. Yeah. You plenty of free stuff. Cannot have one in the last thirty days. Oh yeah. Yes, because you're like, oh, we can Why? Patreon. We can give it away. You know, sure. prize every day. Sure, we can. No, on Patreon we can. No, because the same people. Well, there's so many people signed up on Patreon now. That I mean, we Rich and I might draw the same name again, but I don't see how that's going to happen. Okay. So next week we'll have the drawing for the Patreon. For that uh, voltage tester. And yeah, I'm just saying for when you call up now at 877-711-5611. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have to say, hi, Fresh Meat. Get your question on the air. <laughs> That's it. If you don't do both of those two things, uh-huh. you will not win a prize. 877-711-5611. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Really? What? What? You don't like that? Robbie rules. There you We're go. Always. It, look at this. We're giving away hundreds of mm-hmm. dollars worth of prizes uh-huh. today. Yes. I think that the rules should be a little 
I, I think it should make make it a challenge. Okay. Make it a challenge. That's all. Fair enough. Rich, next week, are you going to be here next week? He'll be. I'm hoping to be, yes. Yeah. Why? What's going on? I am hoping. You mean here in studio? No. No, no, no. But oh. On the Facebook. So oh, we can... I see. I see. Okay. I'll be on the Facebook. I'll be connected, hopefully, through the internet. Yeah. As opposed to being on the phone. Right. Because next week you can make whatever rules you want. Oh, there we go. See. Don't need no stinking rules. Thank okay, you. so I have a question for you, Rich. We got a we got a, a a question on Facebook this week about someone had a uh, a crack in the drain. It was a condo building, and uh, the building told her that she um, had a one of the drains was cracked. So it go, and it's probably in the stack, and it's leaking downstairs in one of the units below. So instead of yeah. inst- so. Here's here's what I was thinking. First, you run a camera down through there. You find out where that crack is because a lot of times the cast iron stacks will crack over time, uh, or they'll just they, yeah they also rot out from sewer gas. Right. So there's a couple different options there that happen where the cast iron can crack, split, whatever. Run a camera down there, and we always talk about you know where they pull the liner through like that trenchless innovations where they pull the liner through and then they heat it up and expand it. We always talk about that on a sewer line going out to the street from the house. And that, that, that keeps the roots from going in. Couldn't they do that same system in a stack? If you had a crack that way, you're not cutting open the walls looking for this, this crack in the, in the, um, in the sewer line. I would think so. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. I know there's companies that can actually re-line uh, even water pipe. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, really? That one mm-hmm. I have. That one I have. I don't, seen. I don't know how well it really works, to be honest. But I mean, you actually need somebody that has a rotter that'll go through and, and knock out all the rust out of the out of the galvanized lines. That's what you need. Need to figure out how to do that. Right. Maybe it's a it's a long flex, flexible drill bit. So. Yeah, I don't. I I was just thinking that 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 might be the option because the cameras will fit down a, an inch and a half pipe, so that part right. should be okay. Uh, it seems to me that they could instead of having to cut the walls open, that they could just reline it. Then, you know, yeah, and that might save some money. But we'd have to ask, I guess, actually ask ask them first and see if they could do that. So, yeah. Um. So and then also, I think. Uh, Will posted a picture of a sink trap on on the Facebook. Yeah, the the, the long P trap or the U trap. Yes. So what kind? Of, what kind? It would work as a trap because the the horizontal portion was still below the inlet and the outlet. Sure. It's just a long piece, so I mean, it didn't look right, but I don't think it's against code. Okay, so that see, and that's that's where I wanted to go with this because it it's it. All you need, all, when you put these fittings together, the trap is to p- prevent sewer gases from coming back up and then, you know, getting into the house. So that's what that trap underneath right. your sink is for. It holds water in there so that the sewer gases in the pipe do not come through and up into the si- out, out to the sink and, you know, into the into the house. Right. Where what constitutes that a P trap or a, an S trap? Where is that dimension of that trap uh, called out anywhere? I don't ever remember seeing. I don't believe that. it is. It just has 
to have a trap. Correct. You know, it's just, that's how I said it. What you normally see or what you expect to see, it is not. But doesn't mean that it's illegal. It just looks silly. But <laughs> yeah. by the same token, all they actually had to do was put a normal trap on there, and then the horizontal would still go to the drain, right? It'd still do the same thing. That's what's so funny. Yes. Yes. So it, it could have been done, quote, normally, but um, they chose not to. So I, it just seemed kind of strange. The more I kept looking at that picture, that really technically I don't think there was anything wrong with it, and you probably could get away with that. As long as, as long as it holds water. However, that's all, that's and you it. also have the guy who actually did it who was thrilled to death because he created something. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, and he, he saved money because those are the parts he had in his truck. Yep. Didn't have to run back out to the so, store. Right. So that's always funny. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, and one last... We got two minutes here. One other thing that... Um, I, I've been wanting to talk about, but haven't had time. Is Will posted a picture of a window to the house, it w- and it was from the garage, attached garage, and there was a window in the wall between the garage and the house. Yeah. So the I'm garage. Doing one of those right now. It was, the garage was attached after the house was built. Yes. So you're saying that's bad because gases. Yes. Exhaust fumes. Was it Only if you open the window. window. No, it was an operable uh, double hung window. Okay, so what I'm doing, and yes, the other side of that is that it needs to be 20 minute rated. Yes, heat rated. Because your, your fire door needs to be 20 minutes. So does your window. So I have a company in Washington making me a window right now that's 20 minute rated. So it can look into the nautical boat garage. <laughs> so you can look from your living room at your boat in your garage. Oh, come on. Oh, seriously. Who thinks this stuff up for you guys? Oh, this is a homeowner. He's building a trolley system. Pull your boat onto your dock, onto the cradle. Uh-huh. Comes up out of the water, and the mule pulls it right into your garage. <laughs> it's for a 35-foot boat. Oh, man. So just yeah, right, cool. it just lifts it up and then it just drives up into the garage? Yeah. Okay. Yes. You get to go do some cool stuff, brother. All right, we'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Uh-oh. Hang on. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize that pressure man like me's got on this is mighty house hey randall or maybe we could get fresh meat to do this we need some new bumpers in and out the in bumpers maybe you could work on something like that in your spare time i know you guys are busy consider it done thank you sir all right there we go all right and uh, we're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And uh, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Okay, we're going to... <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Uh, let, let's. I, I think we're going to lift... Pick up the stakes a little bit more. Let's give away a fifty dollar. Yeah, let's give a fifty dollar gift certificate away to the firehouse grill. 
they got to make the phones ring. Maybe it takes 50 bucks. But what do they have to do? Just ask a question. Ask Robbie a question. Oh, don't ask Robbie a question. Sure, ask Robbie a question. 877-711-5611. Get your question on the air. We're going to give you a $50 gift certificate to the Firehouse Grill. That's in Evanston. So um, you can use it any time. I don't think there is any... Doesn't say when you can't use it, right? So you can use it anytime you want. I, I don't see it, so I don't know if there's an expiration Randall took date it. on there. Randall took them. They're on. He's Is there getting, an expiration they're, date? They're on, on his those? side of the glass. We just need to know if there's an expiration date. November thirtieth. November thirtieth. Yes. Got to use it the next month. Wow. Yeah. Hold them. Hold them right up to the camera there. There you go. See, look at that. Those those are some fancy ones right there. We've got five of those $10 deals. Boom, done. 877-711-5611. All right. And you can ask a question like this. Sure, go ahead. Hey there. Hey there. I want to put a sh- put in hey a there. shower. It didn't say I. It said want to put in a shower, so I thought that was going to be a question. Okay. Want to put in a shower as we have an elderly family member that cannot do stairs. We okay. have a utility room here. We could put it but not sure if allowed by code. The idea is temporary as they are an, un, in transition to a new city. Wow, okay. I'm trying to read this. I'm sorry. The breaker panel is in that room. How much space is needed between Sherman and breaker panel? They must mean shower. Wow, this shower. is really bad. Yep. I'm sorry. Did any of that make sense to you sure. guys? Sure. Okay. Yes, they're putting the temporary shower in a utility room that has the electric panel in it and they want to know how far the shower needs to be from the electric panel i'd say far 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 away is that correct (laughs) (laughs) there should be a wall if you were going to first i wouldn't do that in the same room but if you were because you've got the humidity and the humidity in the air is going to get into that panel condense and create uh rusty connections and stuff like that so i would one i wouldn't do it but then two as long as you need in front of that uh electric panel you need three feet in front and three feet on either side of it that has to be cleared with nothing there so once you've got that space figured out you could build a closet around the electric panel if you wanted and then you've got the rest of the utility room to build your um build your shower in if you wanted to do something like that. Correct. So no. So correct. The answer is no, I wouldn't do it. No. Now you could take some of that space for that shower and have it go to another room. Cause I, that utility room I would assume is, in, you know, inside, inside walls. So you could cut one of those walls and attach that to a, a bedroom. You could attach it to what other room is on the other side of it. So that, that way you would go into right. that bathroom or that shower area from another space. That way you've got a wall between the bathroom, the shower, and your uh, electric panel. If you look on Facebook, there's a, 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 a post this week um, that somebody had the electric panel right next to the toilet. You can't, yes, you, I saw that. You can't stand in front of the electric panel without standing on the toilet. Or peeing on it. <laughs> However you want to do it. Because if you're a guy, it's going to spray. No. Okay. <laughs> 
So could the connection? Shocking. Can you get can you get electric shocked while you're peeing in that bathroom? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you could because you can when you're on electric fence. You sure. I just don't understand. Like they say that there's in the Amazon or whatever that there's this little bug. Like if you pee in the river, it'll swim up stream, up your stream. Let's just say. Uh huh. You've heard about this, Randall. I know you have. So and it's like, <laughs> but you're, you're evacuating, e- evacuating uh-huh. forcefully this way. How fast can something swim, swim that way? Up that way. See all this? You're evacuating. And now this you're way making the phone ring. This way. Now you're making the phone ring. There you go. All you have to do is call 877 711 5611. How does a salmon s- swim upstream? Well, that's easier because I can swim upstream, a salmon. But how does something swim up faster than you're peeing out? It swims fast. Just just like the uh, the salmon that swims up, it swims faster against the the current. You know, that water's moving pretty fast if you watch it. Yeah, I just think I am going to pee faster than something can swim up. And by I, I mean you. <laughs> why Why me? Why would I have to do it? Because it's only... I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Because it's only men that do these things oh. in the Amazon rivers. Oh, yeah, okay. And what did you do with the little right. toilet toy that I gave you this week? The um, little... I think I put it in Mikey's truck. Yeah, it's in Mikey's truck. Yeah. Rich... I was at the store and I found this little poop toy. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, wait, wait a minute. I thought you found it at the house we were at. No. I, you went and bought that? I bought it for you. <laughs> now that's different. That's different. I thought you just found it there and you were give, wanting me to take it. And I didn't want to no, take it. No, it's a little toilet and you put a little poop in there <laughs> and then you flush it and it flies out at you. And I was so happy. I was so happy when I found this toy that I bought with my hard-earned money. I gave it to Ron. Ron's like, I don't want it. I said, no, Ron, it's funny. I got this for you. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's a poop toy. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I didn't want it. I didn't realize you went to the store and bought it. you were enjoying, but (laughs) that's just silly. I thought you just found it at the house you were at, and you were saying, here, take this. No, I don't want to take it. And then I thought if you didn't want it, you could at least give it away as a prize on the radio show. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Who's the the poop guy? Yeah. Nick? Who's who's the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Send it to Nick. So did somebody call in with a question? Yeah, I don't know. Or are you having your own show there? Uh, he's got his own show going on there. He's got all kinds of people on there. Andrew? On, did, he's, no, he's fresh on meat. His own. Fresh Meat is working it. He's working the phones. Just, he's like, yes, I would like to host a radio show. Uh-huh. The only problem is I'm still in high school. Once I graduate, yes, <laughs> I will be the star of your show. My sure. own show on WGN Radio? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, he does not. Mike is on the line. He does not want the gift certificate. Okay. But he has a question about permits. I'm going to put him through. Sure. Okay. And then who'd you have on one? You hung up on that. Um, someone who said that the worm that you're discussing that sort of crawls up while you're urinating uh, it doesn't actually do that. It's the reverse process. Yeah. What? It crawls. It crawls. Yeah, wait, wait. It's go reverse? You mean it crawls out of Ron when he's urinating? Wait a minute. No, wait, it goes get... down. The, it's it's downstream. I don't know what he was saying. No, yes. it goes up. <laughs> he might call in again. He it didn't want to be up. on the air. All right, so. I'm going to look it up. It goes up. <laughs> Bug that crawls up Mike is on the line peeing. right now. Hey, Mike. Thanks Bug for hanging on, buddy. Bug that crawls Hello. up uh, your pee stream. It's right here. 
Got a question for you. Good morning, everyone. Um, a friend of mine is looking to buy a house in the far northwest suburb. Okay. And this is a question that I know that Ron and absolutely rich because he's the man of facts would probably know. Okay. Um, I know that each town and village has their own uh, regulations and laws and all that kind of stuff. Now, here's my question. The house originally was a three-bedroom I want to say one bath, but the owner made improvements. It's a ranch, main level, and then a basement. Um, so in the basement, he completely refinished, put up paneling on the walls, beautiful parquet floors, a beautiful bathroom with, with, with stone and marble and all this kind of good stuff. Here's my question. Originally, if a house was a three-bedroom, so I would imagine that that is how and what you're paying your real estate taxes on. And then the owner goes and makes a new bedroom in the basement and another bathroom. My question is, I don't think, and my friend who checked with the village, there wasn't a permit pulled to create a bedroom. Do you need a permit to create a bedroom in the, in the basement? Is, is, in most municipalities... Uh, most people probably wouldn't, but technically, yeah. yes, because you're creating a fire hazard. It's a life safety issue. Bedrooms required to have uh, 4% uh, light, or I'm sorry, 8% light, 4% vent, and then you have to have egress window. And in a basement, the sill can't be over 41 inches high. So there's a lot of codes, you know, dictating to a bedroom in a basement. Okay, and, and you raised the point that I did right away, too, about egress. There is only a front door to walk in the house, a back door walking out of the kitchen. There is no entrance or exit in the basement. There's a window, but this window, I'm a small guy, or, well, thin in stature. I'm tall, over six feet. Uh, I would have trouble climbing that high Mm -hmm. to get out that window, and it's a small one. You know, it's probably maybe 24 inches right. high by, gosh, I want to say maybe 30 at the most wide. Right. So, so I don't think that that would be a legal egress window. It's not. It's not. So it would not. if you go to the village, you can go to the village, and they'll tell them what permits have been pulled on that house, if any at all. Yeah. So you, you can do your own, you well, know, investigative like work. That already. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's okay. not a bedroom. So, so if... No permit was pulled. What 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 do you do? Well, then um, you just have to do your due diligence with the home inspector. I would have it inspected, make sure that it's good, and then you, you may require the, to have the proper egress window installed. And then you'd also want to check that plumbing and make sure that that's all done correctly and you know and everything was done up to code. And uh, a regular, just call your home inspector. They'll come out, tell them what you're looking for. And they'll take some extra time to investigate that and make sure it's all done correctly. That, you know, okay. if well, it's not seen. He did, because right. I listen to the show every Saturday and, you know, <laughs> listen to Will and everybody. Yeah. And, and I said, the greatest investment you can make in any house you're going to buy is first getting an inspector to go through the house. Because whatever you pay $300 right. to $1,000 or whatever, that's going to be the best money you spend. All right. Okay. Did. We'll be back right He's after this. Hold on, Mike. Mighty House yeah. will return. They come to save the day. This is Mighty House. 
podcast okay. of, wait, 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 wait. podcasts or previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and at HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, and Mr. Floor and Maggie Rad. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline like Mike did. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the contact page, just put in your first and last name, your email address, click on submit, and you are set up to receive that every week so you know what's coming up on the show. Excellent. Okay, so we got Mike. Uh, we held him over from the last segment there. Talked to him through the break, and what was that last question you just started asking there, Mike, so that uh, the listeners can hear okay. that? Okay, well, so here's my greatest concern and why I, I'm involved in this is I – and looking to protect my friend, you know, if he takes and he buys his house. So I'm just concerned that at some point, if there wasn't a permit, but if a permit doesn't have to be legally drawn for paneling and, and putting parquet floors down, but as Rich said, they, they must have put some electric in there or added mm-hmm. some, who knows, maybe they didn't. Maybe they were already down there. They just paneled over them and brought the faceplates out. But, but here's my, my concern, is that after my friend buys the house, a week, a month, or, or a year, two years later, that the village comes out and says, oh, well, this was listed as a three-bedroom, and now you say you got a four-bedroom, so let's take a walk down here to the basement, and you've got a bedroom down here, and you don't have a walkout you know, entrance uh, here, and you don't have the egress. <clears throat> Is my friend legally responsible at that point and going to be in trouble? Um, I don't think this, it's not every city has, uh, walkthroughs like that. Some do. Um, and just yeah. the same that, you know, depending on the town you're in, I mean, you get out, you know, west of the city, some of those counties, they don't really require a permit for anything. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know what I mean? It just depends. You always have to check with the municipality, but your friend, you know, knowing well, that this has a bathroom and a, and a bedroom added in a basement and obviously doesn't meet code, um, I would not yeah. look at the house as a four-bedroom with two baths, and I would use that as a negotiation to get the price reduced because it's not that hard to dig up the side of the house and add an escape window into that bedroom and make it legal. Right. So for $3,500. It'll cost $6,000, yeah. but for take 40, that off the price of the house. For $4,500. Or bucks, move along. You know, yeah. I there's ways you can try to do it if you want it that bad. Yeah. For 4500 yeah, bucks, you can yeah. get it done. Okay. And just have I, it reduced I, off I the was price. Just, you know, thinking legally, I just didn't want him to take the rap, you know, that this guy did, you know, later on. But And, and it's out in Gray's Lake is, is the town that it's in. Oh, no. They've got, they've got, all, mm-hmm. the, they've got all the inspection process. We've worked there. <laughs> that's, a, that's a normal. Okay. They have, a, they have a, a whole building department. That, that's all they do. So. Okay. So then, then he should be concerned. Um, and I, yeah, I would a little think so. bit. I mean, you know, it was done without permits. I don't think the city would come after him if he bought it after the fact and it's documented that way. But I still think yeah. that he could have a problem when he goes to sell it with the same issue. If you have a potential buyer who asks about permits or why the bedroom doesn't meet egress or code, you know, so that's what I'm saying. But if yeah. the guy buys it, he can still put some money back into it, add that window, and you know, he can still get a pull the paneling or check the electric. And if he wants to add electric, 
go to the city, pull a permit. You know, right. you can still get everything backdated, so to speak, and up to code. Right. So, and yeah. so, and well, the, you know, the easy not way there to mess with you. The city is there to actually protect you. It just may not always seem that way, but the building department, right. the department there is there to protect you. Yeah. Okay, great. I really appreciate it. And I knew that between the two of you that you had known it. And, and Rich, you know, you have so many facts stored in your brain, I'm surprised you just don't have a walking migraine daily. <laughs> I just make room for here. And, and, and I, I, I try to inform people when I'm in stores and everything, and especially when you see people looking, you know, to buy stuff for, for home improvement. I said, you know, there's a radio station that can really give you a lot of information and two incredible men who've been in the business a long time that can answer a lot of questions. So I'm trying to bring people to the station and into the program. Excellent. Well, I appreciate it, Mike. Well, we appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Ann Robbie. Thank you so much. Thank and you. have a great afternoon. All right. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. There we go. So oh, one other thing is... The you're, you need a building permit if you're doing changing anything in the mechanicals. You're doing uh, any electrical, any plumbing, any framing, anything that you know uh, that you're changing the mechanics of the house. You need a permit. If you're putting right. down floors, generally you don't need a permit. Uh, there are a couple towns that, like Lake Forest, requires a permit to do any work in the house. Even if you're painting, you still need a permit. So. You have to check with each municipality. That's and probably a little bit too crazy if you oh, ask me, but oh yeah. again, their reasoning for that is because you're in a highfalutin town, mm-hmm. and it's to protect the homeowners sure, right, yeah. from bad contractors, really. Well, that and because what they're going to do is they're going to make sure you have liability insurance. They're going to make sure that, mm-hmm. that you're covered and, um, and that you're bonded so that that way you can work in their town. That's part of the thing. So it is a homeowner protection process. So requiring, it's not like you have to pay for a painting permit. You just have to go and fill out, put your license number down, and you start painting. You know, that's that's all it really is. So, yeah. Um, well, see, down here, they passed an ordinance. We have to get a permit to fertilize. Wow. Well, that's because you guys are close yeah, to the but, water. Yeah, but you see what you've seen on the news between red tide and the algae blooms. Yep. That's what's causing it is over-fertilization. So yep. if they stop, you know, it's too much nitrogen getting into the Gulf. Right. So if you don't fertilize, it's fine. The problem is, by the and the same city requires us to have sod. We can't have stone front yards or, you know what I mean? You can't right. have hardscapes. That's so they crazy. require you to put in sod, which then requires a sprinkler system, which then creates runoff that goes in the Gulf. <laughs> but you can't fertilize it. Well, that's just stupid. That's <laughs> government hard at work. Yes. Yes, Robbie. I have two things to talk about if anybody's interested. Sure. We got a couple minutes left. Okay. Then we'll talk about the Kandaroo. Kazuntite. Which is uh, the has the habit, the supposed habit of entering the human penis, lodging itself in place with sharp barbs, and feasting uh-huh. on it from the inside. Okay. So far, as of this article by the BBC in January of 2016, there's no proof. <laughs> so... I mean, this story they're saying has been around forever. Uh-huh. It's been on documentaries. It's been on TV shows. Um, they said that, like, uh, in 1930, there was a paper published on it. There were accounts from 1829. But no one has ever really, really. And like I said, one of the issues was how fast can a fish swim 
going against the current of urine. Uh-huh. So first of all, it would have to fling itself out of the water. Uh-huh. It would have to stay within that urine stream uh-huh. and not veer, uh-huh. you know, and why would it go in there and live? It's going to die in there. You know, it. there's no reason for it. Unless it's, it's like a leech and it, it would attach itself and then it just lives off. It's of not. So they're saying that um, even in these stories <laughs> that people... Uh-huh. In the Amazon, you know, <laughs> talked about this happening. Stop right, it. You all right there, fresh meat? You know what they would do? Is this our, the end of our National Geographic segment? Yes, it no, is. No, we're still doing it. So they said <laughs> early explorers would go there and they would, like, tie off parts of their body so things wouldn't crawl up there. Okay. Okay, but they're saying that could have been for other reasons that they were tying off parts of their body. So, and then they were saying there was a special drink that people were drinking to dissolve it once it got located in there. And they're saying that the drink, now they're looking back and they're saying, well, that dissolved kidney stones. So there were, so, people were thinking, oh, I have one of those fish, but it was really, so there were half truths and stories and, you know, people well, never. Okay, and then. The, one of the largest reasons for kidney stones is dehydration. That's why a lot of uh, people that play sports will get uh, kidney stones. It's from a lack of water. So if they make you drink this stuff. Really? Yeah. So that was your problem? No. No, mine's hereditary. Oh. You can thank my dad for that. Oh. Yeah. And then they Rock s- production is, is just part of our kidney. It's, just, it's part of our genes. Rocks? It, you got rocks? Yeah. Okay. Our bodies just make rocks. That's what it is. Wow. Okay. Th- thanks, Dad, in case, if, if you're listening. He was. <laughs> and then the other thing they were saying, they found one man who, had, he, in 1997, somebody said it happened to him, and they saved the carcass uh-huh. of this little thing. And so some guy went to research it all. And they're like, first of all, if you drag this thing out, yeah. it, it was like in really good shape, let's just say. Uh-huh. After surgery and dragging this thing out, it wouldn't have been in, in that good of shape. Uh-huh. And uh, so anyway, they've done experiments and all these things, and no one has ever proven this to really exist. Exist. And they okay, said, can, and it's so not. So then, can we stop talking about it? So and, we can call this myth debunked. Yes. Well, yes. And then they say it, it wasn't only male parts; it could be female parts too. But you never talked about, it, or That's it could right. be. Your anus also. Oh, really? You have to go there? (sighs) (laughs) Randall! And then my other question, how much time do we have? Where's the hook? Don't you have one of those hooks? Really? (laughs) The hook. You're going to drag you off stage. Oh, that hook. Okay, the other thing is, on the Facebook Live, somebody said... um, does putting Dove dish detergent down your toilet help the flow? What? Right. And I said, they said, does pouring Dove liquid soap down your toilet make the toilet water flow better? And this is somebody I know, and I'm like, ha, 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 you're just being, I Googled it. What? Yes. You can use it to unclog your toilet. Dawn. Uh, does pouring Dove liquid. Oh, Dove liquid. Any kind. It says you pour a healthy amount of liquid soap into your toilet bowl, about a half cup. The soap is denser and heavier than water. It should drop to the bottom. Let it sit in the bowl for 20 to 30 minutes. After 20 minutes, fill up a container with hot water, pour it into the bowl, and then plunge. (laughs) There's the stage hook. 
And in a lot of cases, <laughs> pouring some into it may be all that's needed to get things flowing properly. So I thought he was just making a funny, but this uh, is... funny haha. I thought he was making a funny, but apparently this is a thing. There's a whole bunch of stuff to say about this. Great. This says, taking Dawn to the... One thing said Dove. This oh. Dawn, because it breaks up protein, uh-huh. uh, grease, and other deposits. Leave it sit for an hour, flush hot water, and you should dissolve your clog. Who... New. I'll have to try it. All right. We'll take- I didn't know. I didn't know that either. We're going to take a quick break and come back and close this puppy up. We're done. <laughs> this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if you all realize the pressure a man like me has got on it. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. Uh, should we use our announcer? Yes. Should, uh, hey, come hurry, on. Can, hurry. Let's do it. Do you want me to come in? Yes. Sure. Come on in. you got to read this last. Hurry. We're going to do this. Hurry. We have the new Mighty House uh, okay. announcer that, that we've been using today. Since uh, Blame Bill, the Blame Bill show, uses them to announce on his show, so I figured might as well steal them and, and have Fresh Meat read this for us. So come on over on the other side here, Fresh Meat, and uh, there you go, right there. Thank you so much. Uh, everyday <laughs> mistakes are made by uh, unentrained employees of unlicensed contractors who take it... <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Okay. We take advantage of homeowners who are looking for a good deal and to try to save a few bucks. Roofers and waterproofers, local 11 contractors, put their customers first by employing men and women who go through extensive hands-on classroom and on-the-job training. The difference between a union and a non-union contractor is the fact that a union contractor is a contributing contractor, which means the union contractor invests in his, in his employees' training, family health care, retirement, and professional standing in the industry. So if you're looking for a contractor, choose union labor and be part of the solution. Visit rooferslocal11.org for more information. Wow, good job. Would you do Thank me you. a favor, Thanks, Fresh, Mr. Announcer. Fresh Meat, would you do me a favor? Yes. Tell your parents that they did a wonderful job with you. Oh, thank you. Parents, they might be listening, actually. They must be awesome. They really must be, because you are just the coolest. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yep. No, they're, they're good people. They thank have you. to be. All thank right. you. You're, you're just so adorable. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm happy to help. Uh, sure. All right. So Runs in here. Yes. Yes. I, I, we, have, we have the Mighty House announcer. We're stealing them from uh, Blame Bill. So that's right. We'll see if. Nice. We'll have to see if Bill has uh, any complaints tomorrow. So, uh, and of course, you got Mike Novak tomorrow. We got a. We got a quite, mm-hmm. we got a huge you know the whole lineup here fresh meat. What's the whole lineup? Do you know who do you got coming up? We got uh, the open road next, radio coming up next. Yeah, we got open road radio at yep. um at eleven noon. o'clock. Okay, from eleven to twelve. Uh, and then we got uh, the three one two from two to three p.m. tomorrow. We got Mike Novak in the morning from right. nine to eleven. Right. Um, and then we got playtime with Bill Turk and Carrie Kendall from one to three. That's when I'm here. And okay. then roll the dice later on. And the roll- producers hour as well. The producers hour. That's yes. like a new show, isn't it? Randall's What's new that show? about, Randall? So the producer's hour is where the producers actually get out from behind the glass and go behind the microphone. Okay. We talk a little bit about everything. This week we got a special Halloween show coming yeah. up. Did you uh, dress like a giraffe? I wish I dressed like a giraffe, 
But it's a special Halloween show directed by um, Short Straw himself, Ben Boquist. Oh, Short Straw's in there. Okay. Yeah, cool. we got Short Straw, Darian, Quinn, and myself. Cool. Quinn's actually get wow. He's he's like deep back into the hole. We don't even get to see him behind the glass. He's <laughs> they keep him in the closet in the back. What? You're, you're letting him out of the closet completely to come out here? Yeah, we let him out of his cage once a week. Wow, excellent. So, do tell, what's the Halloween special? I need more details. You're going to have to listen to find out. Uh, what time is it? Uh, four to five. Uh, yeah. No, it's three to four. Excuse me. Three, three to four. Tomorrow. Four to or four to five. Excuse me. Yeah, four to five tomorrow. Okay. You got fresh meat running the board Thanks. for you? I do, yes. See, there you go. Excellent. Uh, somebody on uh, Mighty House just emailed and said they always squirt a little bit of liquid soap in the tank, or not the bowl, yeah. when they flush to get a little bubbly cleaning action. Really? So you learn something bubbly. new on this show every day. They said oh, yeah. tank, but I assume they meant. Well, you could squirt it in the tank too. Yeah, there you go. Maybe, and then it would clean through everything. Sure. <gasps> I well, like this the idea. Light, the light bulbs went off in her eyes. You saw it. You saw it, people, right there. This the is, light bulb went ding. This is an she awesome had an idea. idea. No, yeah, this is just gonna, an awesome idea. She's going to try it. Ron, just point in towards the corner and yell squirrel. <laughs> oh, Randall's sure, all excited yeah, now. Yeah, Why is Randall excited? Because you're going to hear it right I know. now. Three, two, two one. one. Squirrel. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a good idea, and I thought that they were making a joke. And the fact that none of us have ever heard of it. Yeah, that that's that's new. And I don't see why it would just have to be, it was Dove liquid soap, you said, but I, I would think any liquid soap would work. Well, somebody else said Dawn, because Dawn, 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 Dawn is known for grease. Uh-huh. Degreasing. So maybe after you have that's, a big that's pizza. That's where they, wa- they, they, watch all, they wash all the ducks mm-hmm. with that. So maybe when you're done with your pizzas and burritos, you should put a little (laughs) tank. (laughs) Randall, come on, man. Are we done yet? (laughs) How much time we got left, fresh meat? (laughs) We got four minutes. I don't have anything to talk about for four minutes. Okay. I feel bad for the listeners. I know. That's if they're listening still. Um, So... uh, so you'll you'll be back on the Facebook next week with uh, a, a new segment there. I think we'll be able to see Rich then, right? Hopefully, hopefully, you'll get your internet back. And I'm sure they'll get this fixed. Okay, and then uh, we need to set something up for this week again, and uh, we'll try our Patreon thing again too. So we did. Uh, yes, because we want to get the added value for these patrons. Yes. And uh, so we're going to, I think I got that worked out and uh, we'll try that this week too. So uh, we'll go from there. So the last thing, let's see, where, where were we? Where were we? Did we have something else there, Robbie? I know there was. I got nothing. You got nothing? I got, once you cut off my penis and poo talk, (laughs) I got nothing. You got nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, here was the last thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Randall's coming with the with the stage hook right now. Randall's coming with the big hook. Is that what you're going to say? It's the stage hook. He really is. Yeah, he's hooking. Holy crap! Yes. Okay. So uh, the last thing I wanted to try and cover today, and it looks like we'll have a, a minute or two, is if you're buying a brand new house, we have proof that you still should get a home inspection. If you look at the uh, 
Facebook Live or a Facebook account or our Twitter account, we have pictures of new homes that with with some uh, venting that was done incorrectly. And that's on a brand new house. So a lot of people say, well, it's a brand new house. I don't need an inspection. Uh, you do. And these were ba- the, the bath fans were not vented properly. They had these big loops going through them. And the same with the dryer vent went up all the way to the attic and then across the attic and out the, uh, the gable end. So yeah. there, there are a lot of issues with, even though a house is brand new, each one is custom built. Even if it's in a strip and you've got three homes that are being built that are the same in the whole subdivision, you still should get an inspection because every day is something different. They don't just roll off an assembly line. So make sure you get a home inspection. I can't believe the show's over already. Yep, that's it. I have so much to talk about. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, more poo talk with Robbie coming up next. Ew, that's so inappropriate. Yeah, she gets her own. That'll be for her patrons. Yes, there you go. She'll have her own patrons. She'll have her whole Mythbusters segment. There you go. Uh-oh, she's thinking about yes. it now. Yes. And you can join us on Patreon.com. Thank you, Rich. We're going to do ah, Mythbusters now. <laughs> Dot com, uh, Patreon.com backslash Mighty House. Uh, you can sign up there, and you'll get a chance to win a dual-range voltage tester from uh, uh-huh, Klein Tools. And uh, if somebody wants a newsletter, Rich, how can they do it? Uh, get over to MightyHouse.net, contact page, first, last name, email address, and click on Submit. You'll know what's going to happen on Saturday. You'll have links to everything. So, boom. good way to stay in. Boom, done. Just like that. But a boom. And next yep. week, we've got Mr. Floors back in studio. And I want to thank them. We had a flooring emergency, and they ran us out with a cleaner and saved the day uh, this week. And we'll have another Mighty House Tip of the Week and Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. Thanks to Gorbett Lunsford and his new TV series on building science, Home Diagnosis. You can see that on uh, PBS. And uh, thanks to everybody that stopped in and uh, spent a little time with us today. For Trixie, Randall, Freshman, Tony, Rich, and Robbie Earhart, I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until next Saturday! Until next Saturday. Until next Saturday. There we go. All of us got a roll in. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.